What have we here, buddy? Mysterious scribblings? A secret code? No. Poems, no less. Poems, everybody! <laughs> the laddie reckons himself a poet. <laughs> Money gets back. I'm all right, Jack. Keep your hands off my stack. <laughs> New car, caviar, poor star daydream. Think I'll buy me a footpot. <laughs> Absolute rubbish, laddie. everybody and welcome to Generation Lost, the show about movies with Brendan Jeremy. Now officially coming to you from two time zones. Actually, we've done that before. <laughs> but ha- Have we? I haven't. We, yes, we have. You were in um, oh, like fuck, the first I was in LA. month. Yeah, you were in LA. And then we've had guests on from other places. Yeah, that's true. We've that's dealt true. with time zones before, but the point is I've never been the one in charge of that information and i've only ever lived in new york i've only lived in one time zone i don't really pay attention to what time it is elsewhere i'm yeah, in st louis you? by the way folks at home i'm in st louis and yeah, um the golden I, arches state it's one arch it's just the one <laughs> no no it's, it's the golden arches <laughs> it's silver um i yeah I, I fucked up uh coming into this episode and i apologize to Bryn, my my co-host who i love and cherish yeah uh, i fucked up and i thought that it went in the other reverse order i thought it was a classic reversey yeah you did a classic reversey on me <laughs> and uh, anyway we're here an hour later than we expected to be uh, but not than, for you not for it's me no time. i expected it to be an hour later than this <laughs> <laughs> and for the listener everything is normal yeah for you it's just the same time as it always is <laughs> in your charmed little life yeah you <laughs> Yeah, you just sit there and listen to podcasts like not a is... worry in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's wrong in your life. <laughs> nope, nope. You didn't just fuck up. You didn't. You didn't mess up the time zone. Looking like an absolute idiot in front of your co-host <laughs> and your whole and your whole extended uh, in-law family. You didn't yeah, look stupid whole, in front of them either. When your you, whole family, when you get the text from Bryn and you're like, "Oh fuck, wait, how does this time zone work?" And they're all like, "You." Yeah, it's the other. Have way. you ever traveled outside your your podunk little town of New your York little, City? <laughs> you're, you're, you city slicker. You don't you even understand. S- it's a classic reversey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what your family said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they know all your little bits. They know all the little bits. Because <laughs> uh, they love and support me and <laughs> my art. <laughs> Is it weird having to explain to your family, to your extended family, right? Yeah, like my in-law family, your in-laws. What do, are they like? So what is it? Or are they? No, like, no, they it's even better. Podcast? They don't care. <laughs> it's beautiful. Right. Well, they all okay, have kids, and they, they've got like much bigger concerns than whatever I'm doing. So I'm just like, hey guys, I gotta pop off for a little bit. Go do a go do a podcast anyway. See you later. <laughs> and they're like what is that who cares whatever fuck doesn't off. matter they're all they're all older mo is the youngest in her family so like they're all you know they all were probably old enough to be like yeah podcast uh like radio lab right and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah you- exactly <laughs> <laughs> we Definitely. do radio lab <laughs> this is a science show and today you should <laughs> i almost want to like edit this one just so i can do a big joke about how this is yeah <laughs> put a bunch of fill of glass right here and be yeah, like yeah, today boy. we're going to be exploring <laughs> and then like the silver the music nitrate film yeah yeah exactly it's like uh we're we're talking about pink floyd's the wall <laughs> you know like the wall like the the movie but it's also an album you you know a lot about it anyway <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's small, small. Yeah, because it's always like it's always like like <laughs> conspicuously casual the way that they're talking, and you're right. like, you did so many takes of this. We know you did. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they got worse with that as like the show went on because it was mm-hmm. like they started doing like this like fake cutesy like Jad Robert like <laughs> you know like not introducing the show like you know what it is or whatever, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. all like still really heavily edited. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. 
I don't care for it. Chad, I, I don't care. You're on watch. <laughs> Robert, uh, yeah. I don't really care about you. But we didn't listen to Radio Lab this week. I haven't listened to it in probably a year or so. Probably like a decade, honestly. Yeah. Um, but did you watch anything this week, even though you're on a uh you know, on a road trip? Yeah, so I am on a road trip. Um I'm you know, I'm in St. Louis now, but it was like two days of driving to get here. And um so I've been uh, interacting with very short media um, lately, mm. and uh, now that I'm here, I'm with a lot of kids, and so I've been interacting with a lot of kids media. Um, and Interesting. Yeah, modern kids media. So it's not like when we were kids, we were just like you know, and and I don't want this to be like a you know some sort of like boomer millennial we're so shit old, where I'm just we're like ancient. I'm like oh <laughs> uh, you know like back in my day, kids had the Rugrats. Okay, we did have the Rugrats. We had That's true. Doug. <laughs> we had rocket power. What do you have? Nothing. <laughs> Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. Who cares? No, that's even old. That's really old now. Oh, no, shit. kids. Kids um, today, dude. All they watch is like commercials. Everything right. is a commercial for everything. them. In the same way that everything's a commercial for us. They've really. I've never realized like how much media now is just all about product placement <laughs> product placement and like leading you algorithmically to products right mm. everything is meant to lead you to something and kids media is no different and so like i'm watching them like uh like uh one of my nephews plays um roblox oh yeah roblox is a very popular video game that i know all about but i actually don't <laughs> i don't know anything I... <laughs> about it and i feel like i sat with him for like half an hour last night trying to learn about it and i feel mm-hmm. like i'm further from understanding it <laughs> Because I was like, I was like, is it kind of like Minecraft? Is it like a like a creative game where you're like doing building and stuff? And he's like, no, not at all. And I I'm thought like, that Roblox was a product already. Mm-hmm. That was like a tie-in video game, but that doesn't appear to be the case. No, right? it's not. It's um, no, it's it's basically it, from what I've been able to gather, and I I don't feel like I understand it even a little bit. But what it seems to be is a freemium game where it's all about just uh, like getting you funneled into these places where you can buy content. And otherwise, you're just kind of walking around a space where there is buyable content. Mm. Like everything else is just like, here's a space where you can see all the different, you know, my, my nephew's playing one where it's like a dragon's house that you build. And uh-huh. to get parts for the dragon's house, you buy them with Robux, which are like <laughs> you gotta have Roblox Robux? bucks. Yeah, and you pay real money for them. Wow. And then his parents or their parents pay for this? No, 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 not at all. Um, oh. He's just like he's like showing me around. He's like, yeah, you know, I don't, um, I don't really have <laughs> my dragon's house. Kind of sucks because I don't, uh, have, I don't have any Robux. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm oh. like, so what do you do? And he's like, I basically just kind of walk around the lobby, like looking at stuff that you can buy. <laughs> Can you talk to people? Like, are there other players that are... I don't think so. No, it doesn't seem that way. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's a really weird game, and it, it it reminds me a lot of, like, when we were kids. Did you ever go to, like, an arcade, and there would be a kid who didn't put <laughs> coins into the machine and just, like, pretended to play while the credits rolled on the, like... That, the sc- that, was, that was me. I feel like sure. that was me as well. <laughs> Um, but it's very much like distilled that experience into something you can buy and take home with you. I used to wander around arcade cabinets and then just like put like search every quarter, you know, slot mm-hmm. and then hopefully find one uh, to, so that I could play a game. Yeah. But most of the times you don't really find that. That's not no, a, almost that's never. not a common thing to find. <laughs> but sometimes you get sometimes you get some and you get to play a little uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something. Yeah. So the other thing that I saw with them is uh, there's these like weird, uh, like they must be algorithmically generated. Like there's some sort of like procedurally generated cartoon basically that's on YouTube. You can find these. They're really strange and surreal. Uh And um, what they are is they're like, like CG generated um, videos that are like meant to like, you know, quote, teach you about colors, but it's like something else (laughs) is going on here. And it's like really not clear what it is, but it's like, so the video will be like, like the Spider-Man Elsa thing. Yes. It's very much in the spirit of that, but it's not like sexual in the way that those were. Right. Um, it's like just a weird, like it, it looks like the GTA engine, like that's what it looks like it's made on uh-huh. and it'll be like a video of like Spider-Man in the Batmobile driving it off of a ramp and then like <laughs> c- 
crashing it and going through this really insane, really detailed, endless crash and then getting like thrown through the crash. windshield and going even further. And then at the end of it, it like zooms in on his like, you know, body that's just like splayed out and it just goes blue. <laughs> They're watching this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your nephews are watching this. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> it's really strange. And they're all like lying to their parents about it too. It's like it's like drugs for them. It's really weird. <laughs> like, I want to see the crazy Batman get I hurt. I got to and... see Batman get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz they like cuz their parents all have banned YouTube at this point. They're all like they're like you're not allowed to watch YouTube anymore. Yeah, and, I wouldn't let my kids watch Yeah, cuz you're finding weird shit like that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, but they're all banned from YouTube, and so then their parents will be like, "So what are you? What are you watching? Is this on YouTube?" And they're like, "No, it's Netflix." And then they like it's look to Netflix. me and smile because they know like I'm the one who's not going to snitch on them. <laughs> like, what do you? What am I going to say? It's fucking YouTube. Yeah, who what cares? Am I, gonna, I can't tell them. <laughs> um, that's and yeah, that's that's ridiculous. that's a lot of what I've been watching this week. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to tell you about, though. Uh-huh. Uh, is um, I have another update on the uh, this isn't necessarily the politics but the uh, the goings on in the city skylines YouTube community <laughs> <laughs> there's a new type of guy that has emerged and it's a fascinating type of guy and I think you're going to love this it's a guy who is now too cool and <laughs> it's like what do you mean he's playing that angle of personality type in his commentary where he's like the too cool oh. guy who's like yeah i guess uh you know like or subscribe or ugh, whatever <laughs> <laughs> so for those who haven't listened to very many other episodes of this show city skylines is a game where you just build you just like, make cities pop, like you're you're god and you're looking down from heaven and you can just like <laughs> paint roads and it's very complicated and involved and you can yeah. just make the city um, exactly it's it's very much uh if you've ever had an old man in your life who made model trains yes. it's exactly like that it's exactly. a really detailed and uh embarrassing thing that we do with our time where <laughs> you just kind of sit and fret and look things over and make them look as real as you can because you don't want the people on the internet to be like that's not really how that works and that's what you want is realism. You want mostly. realism or you want something that's cool enough that people will be like, I don't even care that it's not real. Right. Uh, anyway, it's a, it's a game and that so I play that I'm of- very embarrassed about. And I don't really, you know, it's, <laughs> <Are> you? <laughs> it's not one of my proudest things that I do with my time, but I do it. And there's lots of different types of guys on the YouTube mm-hmm. uh, co- community of this game. And most of them are like extreme, the kind of nerd train guys you'd imagine. Yes. Uh, fascists there's a couple uh, <laughs> fascists there's a couple of like keep politics out of games guys there's a couple of, of like course. socialist guys there's like one dude now who's like in urban planning school and has like just really taken a shine to like talking about what he's learning at school and it's very Aww. boring <laughs> um, but yeah so there's this new guy now who's like who is actively uh, antagonizing and making fun of the other people in the community and it's just a very it's an interesting um, perspective to come at it from I believe considering that ultimately he's still playing the game he's still playing <laughs> he's still doing the little finicky little you know detailing of little things to make them look real and he's being like this is so stupid this is so lame this I can't believe so... people do this <laughs> including myself I'm actually way better than this <laughs> and that's the that's the funniest part is that he's the best at it. <laughs> he's really good. <laughs> so do you find it insufferable and like would you watch it if he wasn't good at it? Oh, I just turn it on mute when I watch him. He's oh. very good. I have to watch him. <laughs> <laughs> but it sucks. But he sucks. He's a very lame person. I think that's possibly the lamest angle that you could possibly approach something with. I think about anything yeah about anything yes but especially if you're like engaging in the thing being too cool for it is pretty lame but when the thing itself is so embarrassing and (laughs) like it's such a like it's like because it's not like it's not something that you can be like yeah you know i just like rolled out of bed and i was like good at singing i'm like self-taught you know it's not really like that it's something that you really have to like (laughs) like you you are putting a lot of care and detail into something that's not real it's not a real thing (laughs) 
<laughs> right, because the thing about that attitude is that it's usually uh, a defense mechanism for like how much earnest trying mm -hmm. you've put into this. Like I I'm thinking a lot of like skateboarders for some yes. reason and guitar players, um, people who do cool things and like don't want to seem like they're trying to be cool. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, I don't know, you know, it's just a thing I do. It's not that good, but they're clearly practicing every day. They're clearly yeah. putting a lot, their whole life into it. This isn't even cool. No, so, <laughs> this couldn't so, be any less cool. <laughs> so it's not like you're defensively trying to be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not uh, trying to be cool with yeah, my I'm not like one of finicky those... little making houses. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not some little autistic train guy, okay? <laughs> I'm the pussy getting kind of City Skylines detailer. <laughs> <laughs> that's very much like the, the approach that he has is like i'm not one of these fucking dorks with their little trains okay me i sh i go to the bar and i show people the placement of foliage in this rural church scene and i get pussy the pennies okay? fly off <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the girls buy me drinks because of the flying buttresses I've created. They look at they look at my placement of of telephone wires and they say, "Wow, that's some attention to detail you have there." <laughs> wow, you must practice every day. You must spend a lot of time playing this game. Actually, no. <laughs> no, actually, I don't it's at all. It's just a little <laughs> hobby I have. Yeah. <laughs> It's whatever. It's oh, one of I, I contain multitudes. It's one of a lot of things I do actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Bryn, what did you watch this week? Uh okay. So I watched this week I watched uh, a movie that I'd heard for as long as it's been out that it was sort of middling at mm -hmm. best. Um, but I'd always sort of been interested in it, even though I have middling opinions about this filmmaker um and this movie is uh steven soderbergh's che oh okay yeah, um, yeah, yeah. have you ever I've seen heard good things about it yeah it's weird because i feel like as long as i've i've heard i've heard about it like people were like it's really long it's four hours mm -hmm. i think it might be even almost five hours because it's two parts i only watched the first part um i watched part one which is called the Argentinian or Argentine. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's really long and you don't get to really know much about him and it's sort of boring and it's just this long plotting thing. Um, that is not what this movie is. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, this, I, 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 I can't believe I've heard that from anybody. Um, and I'll get into why I think people might say that later. But this movie is a movie where these two guys meet at like a secret sort of like lefty meeting. It's mm -hmm. Fidel Castro and, and Ernesto Guevara. And then it cuts right to the action. Like they're on a boat and then they go and they take over um, like an army base in the forest. Mm -hmm. And that's like the, like the first 20 minutes of the movie is just like planning. And then they go fucking start killing people. <laughs> and, uh, -huh. uh and they're, you know, they're running around and they, they're, there's, it's a very, um, it's very zoomed out. Like there's a lot of like, um, planning the attacks in okay. a way, like planning, um, asymmetrical warfare in a way I've never seen in anything. Like I've never really seen anybody be like, okay, well, if we go here, we're going to be able, we don't need this many people here because we can kind of spread out this way and make them think there's this many people and we have yeah. this weapon. It's you like know who very... did that really well is um, the early seasons of Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Which they actually I portray seen. like, uh, like you see quite a bit of it actually is like dudes in front of a map with like little toy pieces that are like, here's our guys <laughs> and we move them over here or we move them over here. What do we think, fellas? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fun to me. Um but it's really quick and it's not, there's no map or anything. It's like, mm -hmm. they're just like standing on a cliff looking and they'll just be like talking Spanish and being like, blah, 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 you know, go over here. And then they'll just be a, like a 15, 20 minute long scene of just a battle. Uh -huh. um, and it's fascinating and it's exciting. And then there's a lot of them being in the forest sort of like 
trying to go to different farmers uh, places and tell them what they're doing and sort of help them out. And they're recruiting peasants and, um, you know, just like working on their land for, uh, you know, food and clothing and shelter and stuff. Um, and you just get to, it's two and a half hours of, you know, a communist revolutionary army winning a war. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Like, it's so fun because like, then it sort of speeds up in the middle where they go to, they start going to cities. Um, Cause they're, they've been taking out all like these forest military bases. Right. And then they start going to cities and they're like, everyone in the cities fucking hates the cops. So they just like waltz in with guns and start shooting. And then they like <laughs> give up uh, <laughs> and all the, all the people cheer. Um, and then they finally go to the last big city, you know, like the boss city where like, um, I guess Batista lived right. and uh, he flees. And then like, there's this huge thing of uh, all the cops um, and army. Cause like there's re- regular police officers and army, but they're sort of like um, kind of interchangeable, but they have different uniforms. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, all the police officers are like, we don't want to fight. What are you talking about? And they're all like, there's like a hundred of them in this building. And I don't, uh, Che's brother goes in there and he's just like, Hey, if you don't want to, you can, you know, just give up. Like this guy wants you to die. Like he (laughs) wants you to like give your life for him. Mm -hmm. We don't want you to do that. We just want to support all the poor people, which is your families and stuff. And they're just like, yeah, fuck this. And they all leave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and it's just this great, like maybe 45 minute long, like siege scene. It's incredibly shy that he goes in and he's like, Hey, listen, like, we don't have to you guys could just kill yourselves <laughs> we don't have to go through all this yeah we you don't know? have to do all this um i think one of the reasons that people think it's sort of or one of the critiques i've seen is that you don't really get to see much of like che's interpersonal life or whatever um I don't know what I don't people. Care. I don't people. I don't know what people want. What like, do they want? They want him I, like fucking. Like what is it that like? <laughs> I think so. I think there's like this sense of like this isn't work as a biopic, because it absolutely doesn't. Like mm-hmm. there's no close up shots of him. No, like, it's probably thinking. actually good. It's actually good. <laughs> um, he's sort of this presence, and he is like this sort of icon of hope for all these people and Mm. you get to see him make a lot of really tough decisions but he sort of takes it in this like very like he has to be the leader and he sort of has to just be like well you broke the rules so we have to execute you guys like sorry you yeah you raped a girl like that happens but it's not like you barely see you don't you don't really see the crime and then you don't really see the like the execution it because it's not it's not trying to like do the sort of like film thing of like making you feel tense or making you feel disgusted or making you mm-hmm. feel one way or the other. It's sort of just like trying to make you feel like what it would have been like to make these decisions and be there with these people while they're fighting against a U.S. backed fascist government. Right. Um, and it's so successful in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredibly inspiring movie, <laughs> especially because, you know, I've been listening to a lot of blowback um, oh yeah, I haven't gotten around to it yet. Is it good? It's fantastic. The, new the season, s- the second season is so good. It's all about this. It's all about mm-hmm, cu- right. the, cu- the Cuban Revolution. Um, and so I was just like, man, I should watch Che. Uh, and it a hundred percent delivered on what I wanted, which is just this great little like movie of. Uh, I mean, it's not little. It's but it doesn't feel epic. You know, it's not trying to be like this huge momentous thing. Like there's right. black and white footage of. Uh, it keeps cutting back and forth between uh, Che talking at the UN. It's still Benicio del Toro, um, but he's like talking at the UN to America and to like the US backed leaders in the audience and just being like, yeah, you're fucking <laughs> out of line here. Uh, we're just doing something normal and, you know. <laughs> just um, having a normal one. We're over just here. having a normal one and you're trying to kill us. Uh, <laughs> so fuck you. Um, <laughs> So there's a lot of him, you know, talking and a lot of you get to know like what his feelings were about a lot of stuff. Um, and it's very, it seems very, very accurate. And they did a lot of research. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just a great time. I wanted to watch it again. Like, 
I, I kind of thought go, going into it, I'd be like, okay, well, it's all in subtitles. I'm not going to, like, I have to pay attention. It's really long. But I was just immediately like, let's, episode two, like, let's go. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Sick. I was really I, surprised. I still have the book that I have been, is it a revolutionary life? I think it's called. Mm. And it just sits on my bookshelf and it's just like, it's the huge, it's so fucking huge. And like the spine of it is big enough that like they can print his little face on it. And it's just like, every time you walk past it, it's just him looking at you like, you going to fucking read it or what, man? You going to do it? Watch the movie. Come on, it's you little great. fucking pussy boy. Read it. Look, I did it. All you have to do is read about yeah. it. Oh, is it a, is it a big read? Oh, <laughs> You want to come out in the jungle and get bit by snakes and yeah. have your arm cut off and shit? <laughs> I got executed, motherfucker. <laughs> We're trying to do a communist revolution in another country. <laughs> That's so sick. What a cool guy. What an awesome fucking dude. He rules. <laughs> like, it's funny because he, you know, became this sort of icon right that there's like people wear the shirt you know right. it's like this famous thing and I, I don't know like that really got lost i think of just like the concept of revolution and it just became this like consumable yeah um, but he fucking rocks like he well, is it's like, like it's a- andy warhol did that right it's it's like um yeah i mean that's where the portrait comes from i think right it, there was a photo of him and then he made that silk screen of it and then the silk screen became the consumable because that was the whole Warhol thing, right? It's yeah, just like, everything is a consumable. Everything is a consumable, so uh, everything sucks. Yeah, and Warhol was do- Andy Warhol fucking blows. <laughs> I do fucking hate Andy Warhol because I don't. I think there was a sense I had that like, oh, he had this understanding, like he was doing it very cynically, mm-hmm. that like he was being like, oh, in this like in this climate in this world like everything is becoming this and he was doing it like to show how bad yeah, it I was. thought it was like a, a commentary i thought it was like like a dadaist sort of commentary yeah. about art and like art becoming a consumable but no it literally is he's just like yeah i love this <laughs> yeah that if you read like a lot of interviews with him and like study him he was just like no, I just think that nothing has any value unless it's like... <laughs> yeah, he's just a huge fucking loser. It's not even like... like Even that is too much philosophy to apply to it. Like I've read quotes of him being like, my favorite thing is Coca-Cola because whether you're rich or poor, you still drink the same Coca-Cola. It's like, that fucking sucks, dude. Shut up, <laughs> God man. damn. That's what your life's ideology is? Good God. It's a drink. Get yeah. a hold of yourself. <laughs> yeah, a disgusting, terrible drink that's bad for you. It's terrible. It's a bad drink. If you leave a tooth in it overnight, it'll dissolve. But yeah, Che... Uh... Fantastic first part. I hear the second part is much sadder because he dies, obviously. Right, um, yeah. And he doesn't win. Um, but the winning <laughs> part uh, is really awesome and very inspiring because, uh, honestly, just you've never really seen, like, in a... Because it, it's the 60s, or it's like the late 50s, early 60s, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just shit that could happen today, you know? Like asymmetrical warfare can happen anywhere you know there's nothing really different um i mean aside from like massive leaps in technology kind of but those cops had tanks like they had fucking tanks and they were just like we got a bazooka (laughs) i guess it's like drones and shit like drones can be pretty pretty hairy but at the same time doesn't seem to be uh doesn't seem to be hampering insurgencies in the middle east any so yeah exactly so it's pretty it's pretty cool to watch i have to say um if you'd like to see a movie about i just have i I don't feel like i'd seen a movie about communists winning a war since like the battleship potemkin and that's Mm. from like it's so old it doesn't feel like anything and this is just an awesome like new movie so highly recommended a movie about cool people getting what they deserve. Yes. <laughs> watch Che. <laughs> uh, but don't watch the second one. I mean, I haven't watched it yet, so I can't recommend it. Um, it's funny, though. The trailer of the movie 
is um like very uh is he good or is he bad like mm-hmm. like it it shows like yeah we executed people so what and then it's like is he, you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it has like che a real, guevara like, was dark. just an ordinary uh, military man <laughs> when suddenly <laughs> i'm in cuba <laughs> <laughs> it's really uh now he's gonna learn that being a revolutionary isn't so easy <laughs> it's che pg-13 this may um no it has this very like new york timesy hand-wringing tone to it of like we can't say if this was good or bad but here's a life or whatever but the movie makes no qualms like the movie just like is very on his side mm-hmm. as like the, you have to be on his side to be watching this movie like right. to be making the movie um and uh i was glad it didn't have that like i did i was glad it wasn't like lingering on like his decision to like have to kill his own soldiers for raping a girl you know it's right, like obvious yeah. of, of course you have to do that um and that's kind of the tone it has is just like we're just trying to survive out here and like keep this thing going right um so great movie anyway let's get into the movie we watched this week this was a brin pick it was a me pick um uh this is alan parker's pink floyd dash the wall um yes. This movie is from 1970. I had it in my head, and it, I, I'm so bad with numbers. Um, I don't remember when this movie. 1979. 1982. I think. Oh, 1982. Based on the 1979 Pink Floyd album. That's the Wall. what I'm thinking. Uh, so many Wikipedia's in my head right now. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and so this is a movie based it's on mostly. I'd say it's mostly just a music video, right? It's like, for yeah. the most part, it's just the whole album as a music video, but it's like more conceptual, more narrative-based than like a regular music video would be. Yeah, and and I have to say, <laughs> when, I, when I put this on the list, I hadn't seen this movie since college, mm-hmm. um, and I liked it when I saw it, um, and I remembered it being much more of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember there being dialogue. Yeah, there's like maybe two scenes of uh, with dialogue in this. I whole mean, thing. like with dialogue, like it's like mixed really low, even if there is like right, actual yeah, it's like talking. resentful of the fact that they have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless it's unless it's the headmaster, they love to give him a lot of volume. <laughs> yeah, you there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the headmaster and the guy who says poems, everybody, um, yeah. and they're they're sort of utilized as um like clips in the in the album of the movie like mm-hmm. it's much more like a movie it's more like an album with with scenes although i honestly haven't really heard this album that much <laughs> right um have you ever, so you coming into this movie i got to know <laughs> what's your experience with pink floyd and what's your experience with this movie as so- a as My experience with icon. um, well, okay, so we'll we'll start with that. I knew the image of the hammers goose stepping, okay, and um, I think I'd probably seen a clip of the headmaster saying like, "How could you have pudding if you haven't had your meat?" <laughs> yeah. Like I've I've definitely seen that before, and I've seen the goose stepping. Other than that, I think I knew that there was a movie. I didn't really know anything else about it. Um, in terms of Pink Floyd, I think you could probably punch numbers into a computer and be hard pressed to find a band that is less appealing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Pink Floyd pretty much represents absolutely everything I don't like in music. <laughs> They're so boring. They're uh-huh. so noodly. They're so like up their own ass. This <laughs> album has like the same song nine times. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not that impressed by the, the 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 melody that you guys came up with, <laughs> <laughs> and then doing a different D- different um, riff on it. Yeah, I don't care for it. Uh, so I realized like, too that really... I don't I don't really know anything about them. I know like um, I like uh, money because yeah. it's got that fun little uh, <laughs> the the ka-ching, ka-ching beat at the beginning is fun. Yep. 
Uh, I like Wish You Were Here because it's uh, just very anthemic and good. And it was in it. You know what it was? It was in a. Um, it was in the America skate video when I was a kid. I think it was. Oh yeah. Maybe Heath Kirchart's part. Um, and that's how I know that song. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, otherwise, are... I don't really know or like them very much. Well, they're a weird band because if you like those songs, like they have probably like two albums worth of greatest hits mm-hmm. that you could put in and like all have like really solid like regular songs. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they do have like regular uh like rock songs from mm-hmm. you know that are sort of more spacey and more interesting I think than say like I don't know Led Zeppelin or something like and I think they are good songwriters but <laughs> a lot of their output and a lot of their albums are like long droney noodly exploratory experimental type yeah, of sounds yeah they love the damn phaser pedal oh yeah they love it <laughs> um and I, it's funny because I also, I, my experience, I had the same sort of thing where I was like, when I was in high school, I was like, Comfortably Numb is a fun song. This is not bad. Mm-hmm. Wish You Were Here is a good song. Like, uh, let me get into Pink Floyd. And I could never do it because they're just so long. But my experience with the band is like, uh, when I was really young, like when I was like six or seven, I heard, I put the record on of um, Dark Side of the Moon and mm-hmm. it like really frightened me. Like <laughs> as a child, like I was like, cause it starts with like a heartbeat and screaming and stuff. Yeah, and you're like, this isn't with Christ. I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, yeah, I didn't say that cause I was like six years old, um, <laughs> but I was really scared and it was like, oh, this is a weird album. Like this is for art. This is art. Mm-hmm. Um and I really liked it um, eventually. And I, and I, that one really always fascinated me. It's the most famous one. You know, it has a lot of the fun songs, it has time, it has money. Um, and so I liked that record. But besides that, I couldn't really get into them until uh, I watched this movie like the second time I smoked weed. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, wow, this movie's crazy. Um, <laughs> Um, and it is really crazy and visually, I think it has Mm -hmm. a lot of fun stuff in it. Um, watching it this time, I was very struck that they get a lot across of story wise without fucking saying anything. Um, and I was also struck at how stupid it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, so the, the story itself is basically um i think partially sid barrett so one thing you should know jeremy is that pink floyd had a lead singer and main songwriter for their first like three or four albums named sid barrett okay and then he like went crazy like he actually had some sort of like schizo affective disorder and um left the band because because he couldn't continue um not not in a like they didn't make him leave or anything he just stopped showing up and like just like was like in his house staring at a wall or whatever Mm -hmm. and then during the during the recording of one of their later albums i think dark side of the moon he just showed up and he was like 50 pounds heavier and he'd shaved off his eyebrows and head and stuff you know he was just like looks like a ghost and like just kind of a very sad story because he was you know people thought he was a genius and thought he was a really interesting songwriter and then just hasn't put anything out because he's like mentally ill. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very sad. So Roger Waters kind of took over songwriting. Uh, was around... he from something else? Sid Barrett? Roger Waters. No, no. He was always in Pink Floyd. I think. I could be wrong. Yeah. So I think that this movie is sort of about Sid, right? Cause it has a lot of him like shaving off his eyebrows and yeah. his head and stuff. Um but it's sort of like an amalgamation of him and Sid as like just generally like a rock star that is losing his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even by the 80s, I have to feel like this sort of story where it's like, I'm a rock star and I'm fucking sad, man. <laughs> it's like a little played already. I mean, I yeah. don't know, but it, maybe it was like real new and cutting edge. But like, I don't know. I Yeah, I got to <laughs> imagine like 
there's a whole lot of who gives a fuck and a whole lot of like I've seen this already. But then also it's like the um this sort of like uh like Donnie Darko y sort of like uh like like mental illness is when you're like always tripping. <laughs> Oh yeah, when it's like everything is crazy, man. Yeah, man. Um, like, like, could you imagine if you were so depressed that your because your dad died that like fucking walls start melting? <laughs> it's yeah. like it, what it is is it's this whole generation of like, it's it's the the fear and loathing thing, right? Where it's like this whole generation thought that they could buy salvation with a with a you know tab of acid, and so yeah. they all just burnt their brains out so much that like the only way they can process the idea of anything meaning anything is through the imagery of of psychedelic drugs. That's mm-hmm. the only like the it's the only framework that they have to even consider art or philosophy or anything at all in the world it's the fucking 80s by this point it's like you know do cocaine you fucking losers like this is not this isn't cool anymore yeah you know i think that uh roger waters has talked about how he doesn't really he never really did psychedelics Mm -hmm. um and i think he's like i tried it once and it wasn't really for me um but I think basically everyone else involved in making this movie <laughs> uh, definitely was influenced by that at the very least. Yeah. Um, and I know Sid Barrett definitely did. Um, but he wasn't involved in making this movie, uh, obviously. Um, so I guess to just like kind of recap what the story is, which is very hard because it's moving around and constantly intercutting um, – like I said, it's like we've said, it's a music video. Like it yeah. really is like a, an hour and a half long music video for this album. Um, but basically what you have is this kid in chronological order. It's a kid whose dad dies in maybe the Falklands or World War Two. It's, it's unclear. II, yeah, it's um, too, I think it's too early for the is it too early for the Falklands? I'm yeah. not sure. Because unless pink is in the future, is he in the future? Doesn't seem like it. Not clear, um, but yeah, his name is Pink. Maybe Pink Floyd as an as a character. Um, Maybe. I think, I think he, when he calls, he says like calling for Mr. Floyd or whatever. Hi, is this Pink Floyd on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Pink Floyd uh, is a a rock star now. He so he he grew up in you know England, and his mother was very doting, and uh, his father died. And then he went through school, and in England at this time, uh, headmasters and teachers were just literally abusive. Yeah, it's <laughs> so. This is when they this is when they first invented nonsery. Nonsery, yeah. <laughs> this is like right after World War Two, being yeah. very Nazi. Yeah, um, j- this is yeah. It's it's pedophile island nonstop yeah. over there. <laughs> Yes. And so uh, there's a whole song about how these people are evil and the whole school system is abusive. Um, And and it's it's funny because it's like you don't want to like say downplay it, but it feels it's weird because everything about this movie has aged weirdly and feels sort of like um, like a cliche now you know mm-hmm. it's like this guy is sad because his school is abusive and his dad died and his mom was overbearing and now he's just like alienated mm-hmm. um and he's a rock star and he's alienated and that's basically what this movie is about is isolation and feeling alienated from everyone around you because yeah. you've been put in this position of fame and uh expectation um and success sure and it's it's a it's a lifestyle that up up until the fame and success and whatever it's a lifestyle that very much in today's world would be used as indicators that he was going to move towards like a life of inceldom you know like this is the kind of thing that you would set up for a character who's going to do like a mass shooting later in the movie (laughs) rather than being like a a sad bojack horseman style rock star (laughs) well Oh, so I think okay. So we, <laughs> he is a sad Bojack style horse, Bojack Horseman style rock star, and he just sort of wallows around. And there's a lot of admittedly extremely cool close up macro shots of like his arm and smoking mm-hmm. a cigarette and like I have to. We've been 
I, 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 will, I will say I'm yeah, okay. much, so I'm, much I'm, highly I'm roasting critic. this movie a lot, yes, but I will, will say, visually, a feast. Absolutely yes, gorgeous movie exactly. for the most part. Really nice looking. There's some <laughs> stuff that's like whatever. It looks like kind of point and shoot, but a lot of it's very nice. And you can tell that the director has, you know, done a lot of like commercials Oh yeah, um, because there's a lot of like very like luscious close-up sort of imagery of of an item. That, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he, a- Alan Parker, uh, hadn't done that many movies. I think he did Midnight Express. Is that what it is? or not Midnight Cowboy? Um, yeah, Midnight Express. Midnight Express, um, and, which people love, and uh, he's done like he Angel Heart and yeah, yeah. Um, he went on to do a lot of other movies that people really liked, but this is like the, I think one of the most like visually insane movies he ever did. And he apparently hated filming this movie. It was apparently a nightmare. Um, but there's just a lot of, I would say for the first hour or 45 minutes of the movie, there's a lot of just like oh, I'm fucking and I'm mad about it. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking, uh-huh. there's girls around and that sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm getting drunk and I hate it. And it, I, it's not very fun, but there is interspersing of animation. And, and the animation is just wonderful. The animation really makes this movie bearable. Uh, and every time it's on, you're just Oh, I gotta watch all of this because it's yeah. I texted gorgeous. you this that like <laughs> I'm like so not into the Pink Floyd music and I'm like not enjoying all the wallowing BoJack shit. And I literally texted Bryn uh, as it came up that when the when the animation segment the first one started, I <laughs> said out loud to nobody. Nobody else was here. Nico was asleep. Mo was out at her at her uh, sister's house. Said out loud to nobody. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Yeah, it feels like cool water uh, yeah. on your face. Something, something to sink the old teeth into. Yeah. And uh, I've been drowning. And it's funny because the animation is immediately more uh, not only cool, but like emotionally evocative and intellectually interesting than yes. anything else in the movie. And luckily, as the movie goes on, um, it just becomes an animated movie. Um, so basically the first half of the movie is, I would say bad, um, except for the animation parts. It's, it's long. The, it's not that visually interesting. Sucks by the way. Yeah. Bob Gelding or whatever. Yeah. Whoever it is. I assume it's somebody in the band. I don't know what anybody in the band looks like for all I know. All the people are in the band. None none of of them are in the, none of, no, nobody in this movie is in the band. Okay. I don't think. So the guy who plays Pink sucks, and they probably should have cast somebody else. Yeah. Um, uh, it was supposed to be did. Roger Waters, but apparently the director was like, this guy isn't an actor. Nothing. <laughs> he was even worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they, they cut that out. Honestly, they, they also said that they were supposed to be uh, like live, like, like live show, like just really making it like a like song remains footage? the same. Yeah, like concert footage. Um, uh, and they were like, this is stupid. It does kind of takes away from everything. Uh, yeah, it would be that like out. that. Um, did you ever see the Metallica one? That was like, um, some kind of monster. No, not the documentary. The, um, they did one that was like a theatrical experience that was like them playing a live concert in the round. And, okay. um, and then it would cut between that and this like filmed story, quote unquote, of like, it just vaguely like uh, post-apocalyptic, vaguely war on terror, vaguely like uh. revolutionary sort of imagery of like a brown kid running through a desolate city and like throwing Molotovs at cops, <laughs> but the cops aren't really cops. They're like fascists. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're uh-huh. like very clearly they're cops, but they're like, but we don't show we you can't. that they're cops because our fans our cops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so this, there's a lot of dumb shit, and then this movie takes kind of a weird turn where he shaves off his eyebrows and his and his all his hair, and um, just becomes a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remembered, obviously, I'd seen this movie a couple times. I remembered the the whole like, there's a queer 
put him against the wall. That one's a coon, you know, like yeah. I remembered it in my mind, but like in the context of the movie, I was like, why is this happening? Um, what is, what does this mean? Um, and it, and it was sort of the first time I ever watched this movie kind of understanding why that happens. Cause it just feels at this point, if you're, you know, on something or not thinking about it, it's just like, you know, visuals, it's just fun mm-hmm. visuals. But I do think that there's an interesting little thing that happens where Roger Waters is trying to say that like the cons, like the self being isolated and then like the self isolated ideology is fascism. Right. And I think that's a really interesting thing to say in this movie. That's just about how sad you are about being a rock star. Um, Mm -hmm. And I do think it's, it's a pretty I think it just confused everybody. Like I was, I was looking it up and like Reddit was like, why does pink become a Nazi? <laughs> like just message boards upon message boards of like, why does I think this it happen is, at the end? I think it's fair. Cause I think it is. Con- I think it's confused. I think it, it's not, um, it's not super focused. It's not like, yeah. it's not really laser focused on like getting us there. If you're not already attuned to that sort of thing, perhaps after having had several very long conversations on podcasts about isolation leading to Nazism, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, if you're not really attuned to that sort of message, I could see how you'd be like, wait, so why did Bojack become a Nazi? Right. Like, it's a little confusing. And then additionally, it's like, in the middle of this tone poem of a movie. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like- <laughs> and and like you see like the flowers fuck each other and then suddenly he's a Nazi and like he looks yeah. like Ziggy Stardust and like there's a lot of confusing shit going on. And and, and Absolutely. like the other thing is that it's like tonally like I don't know that he has a take here because like like saying that isolation leads to Nazism isn't like you know what who doesn't like, they were saying that like a year after the nazis like it's not like a hard thing to come by yeah and then in addition i kind of feel like he's on some weird like these aren't nazis these are totalitarians because uh. he's like there's a lot of i kept noticing like there's a lot of hammers but yep. sometimes it's hammers and sickles. Like you see sickles around. Do you see sickles? Not like explicit sickles, but there's the first time I noticed it is there's like in the uh, another brick in the wall thing when they throw the kids uh-huh. into the meat grinder, and then you see the the silhouettes of the gears and the hammers, and then another part of it is this sort of like hook shape. You know, there is definitely something to be said for the fact that like, and the hammer was never a Nazi thing. The hammer has very much always been a communist thing. <laughs> so there's definitely something to be said for like he kind of is you know he's he's on some he's on some some pretty lame shit here. Sure, sure. Um I mean Roger Waters specifically has been very cagey about his political beliefs mm-hmm. forever. Like he no one he's just like always sort of pinned things never been pinning things down except he hates israel um okay well i like that (laughs) yeah i'm okay with that uh yeah he got in real hot water about 10 years ago for saying that uh israel was acting like nazi germany hell yeah Um, dude (laughs) and so i I don't really know what his politics are but uh he might be cool if you, he if, could also if, suck. He 100 yeah. also could suck. But I there's do think, two ways that that could go. <laughs> right. But I think it's an interesting thing to put in your movie, uh, and 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 for the most part, I will say they're explicitly referencing Nazis. Like mm-hmm. they're not really like you're right. They are hammers, and I think that has to do with the wall somehow. Like like tearing tearing down the wall or something. Sure. Not, yeah. It 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 is all very confusing, but. It it definitely once that started, it gave me more to chew on, and I was like yeah. more engaged with the movie. Well, I also like, consider it's 1979 that the album comes out. Um, what wall is like the most famous wall? Oh, right, the Berlin Wall. Yeah, hmm. that would suck if he meant tear down the Berlin. Wall. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Did I ever tell you that I didn't know that the fucking the Western Wall in Israel wasn't called the Segregation Wall? Oh, 
Or is, is it, it the Western the Wall? Whichever one it is that they built specifically, the one that like Banksy did all the graffiti on or whatever, that oh, yeah, yeah. has always been called the Segregation Wall in our circles. <laughs> and uh, at the time, you t- thought it was this, just called that? I thought this is what they called it. Yeah, and I was dating this like really Jewish girl with like a very Jewish family, and oh. uh, and yeah, I I her brother had come back from birthright. And I was like, oh, yeah, he was he went on like a graffiti tour in Israel. And so I was like, oh, cool. Did you see like the Banksy's that are on the segregation wall? And <laughs> I was very casually bringing this up as like a point of conversation with her dork brother <laughs> who went on a graffiti tour. <laughs> and then her family, like it was literally like out of a movie, like forks drop onto plates. Oh, my God. Being like it's a, it's not called the segregation wall. <laughs> But I mean, they, you're Jewish. They're just mad that you're not a Zionist. I'm not that Jewish, yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not Jewish enough. I'm, I'm only Jewish enough when they need to fill new settlements. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on over. Have some <laughs> Jewish pussy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I think there is something interesting of like, it's all done in uh, in the animation though. Like, there's like the fucking um, Union Jack, like turning into like a you know a um, uh, a Crusaders cross, yeah, and then like all that. So he's basically trying to say like we're just as bad. Your England is not you know right. is not free from sin of this, and then like Which being, is, we're isolated. Isol- again, it's like too. it's it's cute. It's not, like, very clever to be like, hey, have you ever noticed that inside of the Union Jack is a cross? It literally is a cross. Yeah. It's the St. George's cross. It's not impressive. Uh, but it's... Oh, you ever notice if you put a little more on the bottom, it's a cross. <laughs> if you put a little more on the bottom. <laughs> it's like It's like we're crusaders. Uh, yeah, uh, and then there's a whole fun thing at the end where he's on trial from a huge ass, mm. and uh, there, you know, he becomes like this weird, like it's like an ass with balls. It's really yeah, weird yeah. looking. Uh, but it's also a face of a judge, and then then he's like a little pink, like rag doll, and uh, he's basically, you know, the wall is being created around himself, and it's like going down. The, the countryside and every the fascism is taking over and the isolationism is taking over and at the end somebody is chanting tear down the wall and then a real wall explodes and then um and then like kids are picking up the pieces of it and then that's the end yeah um so yeah that's the movie uh <laughs> it's a weird time um i i think that I still really enjoy the animation of this movie, which I would mm-hmm. say all told is maybe 10, 15 minutes of footage out of this half an hour and a half. Um, so I, and I also really like Pink Floyd. Like this, I, I like experimental music. I like droney weird sounds and production techniques. And I think that they were really good at that stuff. So I like this record. So as a music video, it's a pretty fun music video. Um, as a movie that I would say watch even if you don't care about Pink Floyd or are so really into like early animation that you could watch this. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't recommend this. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's very uh it's a it's a long ninety minutes, let's just say. <laughs> um, yeah, well that's true. I mean it doesn't it doesn't it's, move. It doesn't move along very quickly. It, there, especially because there's a lot of like wandery scenes of like kids in oversized military jackets, like putting the bullet on the train or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's not like all quick cutty psychedelics. Like there's a lot of like kitchen sink British like stuff. That's just yeah. like, Oh mum. Uh, let's have tea and <laughs> and just but there's no more like dialogue you don't get like a real movie in between the songs it's just like still noodly like british yeah. psych over this stuff so yeah i will say those parts 
the first half of the movie, I think, is way rougher than I remembered. Because I remember watching it and just being, like, riveted. And being like, this is a crazy-looking movie. Oh, sure. Well, it's, like, your second time, you said, getting high? Yeah, Third yeah. Time? I mean, it's, <laughs> I like... was also young. I was also, like... Oh, but come on. Those first, like, dozen, that's, like, the best high you'll ever get in your life is the first dozen. <laughs> it freaked me out. I was so... It was... It was mind-blowing like the opening shot of like the hallway i was impressed by yeah. uh yeah so i mean it's funny to go back and watch a movie that really impressed you and you think of as like a high movie um and i did i was high while i watched it but i am not 20 years old <laughs> and i've seen other movies yeah. um and i think I, I have a soft spot in my in my heart for this movie um, because of the animation being so cool and a lot of like the way it I think what I like about it is that even though the movie's concepts aren't um, you know mind blowing or fascinating you know they're sort of pedestrian at this point um, I do think there's a lot of it gets them across in a really interesting way which is you know not with dialogue, but with a lot of animation and weird, very weird visuals. Um, and so if you were going to watch a movie about being a sad, isolated rock star, this is the one, you know, like this, yeah. is, there's not a better one. Um, mostly because that's not a very interesting thing. Uh, <laughs> Cause it's like, it's the eighties. What, what did you think the music industry was? At this right. Point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think, I think it's a cool movie still. Um, but yeah, it doesn't do a lot to win you over. <laughs> so I'd say I probably wouldn't recommend it to just anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say no wreck. <laughs> Thumbs down. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a mostly no wreck. Uh, I still personally think it's fun. Uh, but yeah, it was really interesting to revisit this because it's a movie that I like really liked uh, when I was you know 15 years ago right. um and and then watching it with a more critical eye just filmmaking wise uh politically and having more like you know just experience of like watching musicals and and just movies in general under my belt it was really interesting to go back and say oh wow this is a a real there's there's a lot of missteps here and i can tell where they are uh, yeah, I kind of feel like like revisiting Waking Life will feel similar for me. I'm so scared of doing that because I loved that movie. <laughs> I know so I loved much. it so much. <laughs> I mean, I was like 16 years old when I saw mm. it. <laughs> but I'm almost certain that I'm going to watch it and be like, this sucks so much. Well, I'm like, I always think about like what they say. Like sometimes I like have, remember lines from the movie. I'm like, oh man, this movie probably sucks <laughs> so bad. Because <laughs> they're like talking about like, I think there's I just some. Don't want to be an ant, you know. I think there's some shit about like using ten percent of your brain and stuff. And, yeah, like, there's like all real shit in there. That's just like, no, <laughs> no, man. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? There's the thing about like the crosswords, and he's like, when like people like when when people had already answered him, it's like the the numbers went up dramatically. And you're like, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> How could you know that? Is this Who's about magic? This? Like, yeah. what is it? <laughs> Yeah, and then there's Alex Jones yelling about stuff. That's the best part. That's the best part of the movie. Yeah, he's probably, I mean, because of how vague what he's saying is. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) uh, And then Speed just being his self. uh, Yeah, Speed Levitch rules. mm -hmm. But that's it. Yep. Anyway, that's the sh- that's the show. Thanks for listening. That's the wall. (laughs) Uh, And uh, And we're not ending on a Pink Floyd song. pick something else uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so thanks for listening this has been generation loss uh you can follow me at kingdom jeremy at jeremy thunder please check out our patreon patreon.com slash generation loss where we have a weekly bonus episode where we talk about movie news and uh, all the goings on in that industry um we also give you access to the discord where you can come watch the movie the day before the uh show comes out so We will see you over there. See you next time. Bye-bye.
lights with your arms left beside one thing and one more says good night you've got the mind come get to me these knuckles break before they Yeah.